All right. Hello and welcome back. Hello. Welcome back to Looped In Ladies. It's our second episode of the year. It is. That's exciting. It is the shortest gap we've had in a while. (laughs) You know, when we're on a roll, we're on a roll. Yeah. When we're feeling good and life is not uh, too upside down. Right. (laughs) We're doing okay. So this is um, our part two. So we did a part one that was kind of a 2022 recap, and this is going to be our 2023 look forward situation. Yep. So we had our look back, now we're looking forward. Yes. There you go. So what are we looking forward to? Oh, you know what we haven't done in a while, actually, is our segments. (laughs) We haven't had time to think. Okay, what are they? (laughs) Um, I mean, we can save it for later, but what we've been watching, reading, listening to. Yeah. And our joy at the end. You know what? We should do this. Okay. Because this is not a resolution because I never would stick to it. But I am trying really hard to read more. Okay. So You are a pretty good reader, though. Okay. Well, last year, my goal was to read 12 books, and I read two. <laughs> so, no, I'm hey, not. so better than me. Um, but I did go on, I want to say, like, right after New Year's Eve, I went on to uh, fellow listener Celeste's Goodreads, and I went through her list of things that she wants to read so I could add them to mine. Oh, I'm like, maybe this will. Reader. Yes. I think she read, like, 60-some books last year. Wow. I know. When do so, people do this? They do it when, when I'm watching hours of television that I've seen before. That's when they're reading. I don't even watch that much TV. It's like- you also have a life. So anyway, <laughs> but it is a, definitely a goal of mine to read more. So literally, so I read last night, and I read this morning when I woke up, which is really wow. rare for me. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to do a good start on that. So anyway, what have I been reading? I'm reading a book called Barefoot by something <laughs> Alina Hildebrand. Let's see. By Let's Ina check. Garden. <laughs> no, it's not. Ellen Hildebrand. Um, she's one of my grandma's favorites. My grandma okay. always lends me books. Is that fiction? Yeah. It's, okay. Yeah. It's just like a beach read, essentially. Okay. Um, that I started last year. <laughs> Which I think I like, I've never read a beach tree in my life. Oh, you know what? It could help. I mean, it's, it's a nice thing to do. But anyway, I, so I'm reading that right now. Um, and also still guys, I think when we started this podcast, it was my goal to finish Harry Potter. I'm still, oh <laughs> yeah, I forgot you were doing I'm that. I'm still book in book four. <laughs> so really, I felt like that was one of the best ones. Well, it is a long one. Let's see if I get it done this year. Oh my god, how do you remember what's going on if you it's taking you this long? Um, just because I've seen the movies. I oh swear. Oh god, I know, but the I books know. have way more. Yeah, so anyway, I'm I'm back on that train of I'm gonna finish this series one way or another. You're like one of the people that has like multiple books you can read at the same time. I do that all the time, which is not always good, but sometimes I like depending on my mood, I'll shift. Yeah. Cause I'm also reading The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. Okay, I've which heard is like a total it's a totally yeah, different like self help. Yeah, so it's like if you have different I if I have different things going, I can read more than one. I couldn't do like three B treats at once though. Yeah. I am I feel like I have read more like in the quote unquote self help like yeah. whatever genre. But there's a TikToker who's like a big reader and she's like reviews a lot of books and I think like people really like is like respected for her like you know reviews did she say it was garbage and she is like a good she's like pretty like i'm always very 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 wary of self-help books like sure. even though like really yeah. popular like untamed and stuff like that mm. so like i for things that are like really popular i do like to see like really constructive like 
and like potentially dissenting views because I'm like, I want to like, I feel like I'm kind of, it's kind of like in watching and listening to so many like cult documentaries and just kind of like deconstructing like faith. Like I feel like I'm, I have like a little bit of a healthy dose of like, like, let me see if there's all other For sides. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so like, I'm trying to do that a little bit more self-help because yeah. like, like I mean, maybe it was like started with the whole like after Rachel Hollis kind of like mm. got exposed yeah, and like kind of like her books are so popular mm-hmm. and how like this is really toxic messaging. And mm-hmm. I'm like, okay, I don't have time in my life to like be into yeah. toxic messaging. Yeah. yeah, And so I feel like, I don't know. There's like a, I feel like I have a good amount in my stack that I'm like, maybe I should just get rid of and not read. Like I did have one from like Jen Sincero. Oh. And like, I heard like hers was like, yeah. that's like a trash book. She was like, no, yeah. this is so bad. And so I just like, I didn't even read it. I just like gave into the yeah. free, the free library. Yeah. And so I was like, there's some that I'm just like, nope, not worth the time to read. Yeah. And I don't, I don't read a lot of, <laughs> this is probably the first one that I've read that was not recommended to me by my therapist. <laughs> Which I, I can't remember exactly what I heard. Like, because yeah. part of it, she does, like, she does, like, review kind of just, like, is a good writing. Sure. And I think she was, like, I think the author thinks he's, like, super cool for, like, writing fuck a lot. Oh. Or something. Which, like, whatever. Yeah. But I forgot. we'll see if I actually finish that one, too. Yeah. You know, it's been going on for so long. Yeah. So, anyway, those are what I'm reading. Watching... We could do a whole other episode on season two of The Vow. We'll do that. Oh, my time. God. We'll that, that has to be our next episode. <laughs> I mean, it's, I, still, it's still in my brain. It I is, finished it so long ago. I literally became a the second highest level Patreon subscriber to A Little Bit Culty. So yeah. I could watch their live streams after yeah. each one. Because it's You'll have to so, walk me through those because I didn't watch them. Yeah. yeah. It's so... I could probably just send you the links. Yeah. It's so... Like, there's so much there to unpack. There is, yeah. Like, it's so... Like, season two is bananas. Totally bonkers. So I watched that, and that kind of uh, led me into... I've been watching pretty much every single thing of content about the Mormon faith. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, what ones? Like, the uh, Keep Sweet and... I watched that one. you watched it? Okay. Um, I am currently watching Mormon No More. Where's on that on? Hulu. Okay. Um, it is fascinating. It is mostly about um, LGBTQ plus people leaving the faith. That's, um, um, and the, just the, like the normal sect, right? Yes. I did watch or almost finish. It was kind of like a less known documentary and it was about the legalizing gay marriage in Utah, the fight there. Hmm. Um, so that was like obviously sent around the Mormon church. What is that one called? Um, I'll have to watch it. I think it was like something v Utah or like, that was really informative. I remember watching that one a while ago. Well, so I watched, yeah, the keep sweet one. I watched, let's see here. I'm going to look up the ones that I watched. Cause do you follow any of the Scala sisters? No, I've watched, I've seen a lot of their content, but I don't follow them. No, I follow, they're so fascinating because so the main, the, probably the most famous one is Rachel Parcell. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she's like, has millions of followers and then she has like a dress brand. And then her sister has like a athletic brand, IBL. And then the other, the two younger sisters are like less well known. Okay. Um, but anyways, they're almost like, I think they almost even got like a reality show. They're like the Kardashians of like Mormonism, Mormonism yeah. or 
I mean, no, that's the right term. But FLDS, I think, is their... Or no, no they're just LDS. Yeah, yeah, yeah LDS. LDS. And so Rachel has, like, a new TikTok where she's a little bit more unhinged. Like, she talks about, like, sex and whatever okay. else. And so it's kind of interesting because, like, and she also has, like, friends that are, like, openly gay Mm -hmm. in Utah because she's just, like, in the fashion world. And I know, like, Tan France worked with her. Yeah, okay. So, like, it's interesting because, like, that family, though, is very still, like, pretty loyal, like, religious. And so it's kind of interesting to, like, see how, like, there's a few things, like, she doesn't adopt or, like, you know, like, I think, like, the wearing of the garments or she, I don't know, she's, like, wearing bikinis or whatever. So, anyways, I like follow them. I'm just like, it's so fascinating. It is fascinating for sure. That religion. Will I don't never think I could follow them me. actually because I'll just spend the rest of my life watching and reading all their content. Yeah, I can't do it. <laughs> I know. The other thing I finished in the same realm, I had to look it up because I couldn't remember the title. Under the Banner of Heaven. Oh really? A miniseries. Oh, you've really been about the LDS fundamentalism. <laughs> I've watched a lot of that. I don't know. I think because they are so, they're billed as such a like just a religion in a lot of respects. A lot of them are not like deep, deep, deep Warren Jeffs level FLDS. There's Mormonism and then there's, you know, LDS, the separation. There's different levels. There's different sects. There's ones that do mm-hmm. polygamy. There's ones that do not. I think I just find it fascinating and that's why I watch them. <laughs> it's but, like so fascinating because it's like, what is it? Like, cause I, I would say I don't, I don't, I wouldn't say I spend as much time watching like series on them, but I do like follow a lot of like ex-Mormon content on like TikTok or something mm. like that. Like that's so fascinating to me. It's interesting because I would say it's like one of the most widely accepted cult religions. Exactly. That's exactly what I was trying to say. Like it is a religion that's out there. That, but yeah, it's widely accepted, but it, it is definitely culty. Because it's not quite like Scientology where right. everyone's like, no, is no one like really no one believes. I also finished, I also finished that recently too. The Scientology, the Leo Remini. Oh, really? Scientology in the aftermath. Anyways, continue. <laughs> like, Scientology is, like, fr- like everyone just kind of knows it's, like, a crazy cult. Like, no mm-hmm. one, except for if you're in it, is, like, being fooled by it being a religion. Right. I would say, like, there's as generally accepted that, like, LDS is, like, kind of a religion. Like, it's the right. most accepted, I would say, on the fringe, like, U.S. religion. Right. Um, it's a good way to put it. Yeah. Which, I guess, like all religions are kind of like crazy but yes like i don't know they just have like such like they think they're they view themselves as christians but they're like they have some crazy views like yes the fact that they have like a whole nother book yes and like the history of it is just like so problematic i'm like it's just so fascinating that it took off given it's like like really the history it sits on is like so weak like yes Okay, if you're interested in that aspect of it, you need to watch Under the Banner of Heaven because okay. they go into like the 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 other book, and they talk about the people who started preaching with that book. Yeah, and like the the specificity of it is just like yeah. they're like we can't drink hot drinks, but we can drink hot chocolate. We can't drink yeah. caffeine, caffeine, but we can drink diet coke. Yep. So it's like there's just like certain things yeah. that are like really obvious out there that you're like there's no rationale. No, like none. And then it's like, well, it's just anything that's, like, addictive. Like, yeah. And it's like, but Diet Coke could be addictive. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. Like, it's just, like, interesting that... Yeah. Anyways. But, like, so you've been really fascinated by <laughs> I've been all watching the a lot of that content. Okay. I don't even know. Yeah, I went down the rabbit hole. you having time for all this. This is what I do. This is what I'm saying. I, I don't... So, I'm a big puzzler. puzzler. I like to do my puzzles. And at night... Especially because working out pregnant is very difficult. 
that's usually what I would be doing yeah. at night is for a long time. I'll usually take Penny for a little walk still, but that's about it. Or I walk on the treadmill. But um, I have a lot of time at night, especially when my <laughs> husband goes to bed very early. Yeah. So I do a puzzle and I watch TV. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's usually my uh, routine. It's your wind down. But I also like I am notorious for putting stuff on and doing something else. Like I'll yeah. clean the kitchen with something playing. So anyway. Yeah, I watch a lot of television, which is not great. But so that's what I've been watching, listening to nothing super new. I don't think I've listened to much of a new podcast. I've been listening to the same podcast that just kind of keep doing their thing. Yeah. And we've just talked about music yeah. in our last episode. So over to you. Well, I know like, I really could go in a lot of directions with this, but I will say like the latest new series that I've started from like the beginning, which I don't even know how I got into this. Like maybe it just started playing as like an automatic just like Josh Groban's Christmas album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, oh this is fascinating. Is a million little things. You know, it always tries to play on my Hulu. I've never well, watched and I think, it, but it always but tries I think to I play. Also, it probably does it especially now because I'm watching it on your Hulu. Okay, this makes a lot more sense. It, anything I finish, it tries to autoplay a million little things. And I'm like, I've never watched this show. <laughs> Is it good? Okay, yeah. Okay, it's like, great. Like the whole premise, and this kind of comes out pretty quick. I don't know. Do you want me to not give? No, you can. Okay. That's fine. It's basically this friend group. And it's kind of centered around these four guys that are friends. And then like their significant others kind of like bubble out this friend group. And they all have different backgrounds and they all do different things. And you kind of hear their story unravel, but how the whole series starts is like the one friend that's like kind of the glue of the friend group. Like this very outgoing guy has this beautiful family, beautiful house, commits suicide. Okay. Yeah. And basically it's like, how did the friend groups come back together because of this horrible tragedy? Right. And kind of like, especially the first season is trying to like understand like unwind like obviously there's no rationale for it but like i don't know i think it's so comforting to watch just like people be friends in like a really tough world sure. like i don't know like something yeah. about that is like really comforting to me and i really like the acting and like there is, there's some really funny parts of it but there's like really like i would say difficult storylines but not quite like this is us like i feel like this is us was like also like similar but i think some of it was like i was like constantly crying this is us like you had to sit there and go i'm gonna cry tonight yes 100 percent. there's no question about it yeah so i think it's like that but a little bit less heavy like there's some more humor in it okay and it's just like heartwarming like you just see how they show up for their friends and i think that's like it just shows like the village of friendship That's great. Um, I should watch it. Yeah, so I really like that. Like, I'll watch it when you're done with it because it clearly is going to go on my autoplay. Because <laughs> that's like kind of like what I aspire to like, I don't know, have. Yeah. Um, I will say like I just watched Emily in Paris like season two or th- three. Season three. I'm halfway through. Out, so I just binged that. Okay. I binged it in like two days. Because it halfway. always comes around, around Christmas. I know. They're like 30 minute episodes. Yeah. Yep. That's a good fun little flick. Um, the other one I'm waiting on is Ted Lasso. Always, I still haven't finished season two because I'm try. I was trying to space it out mm. because I hate when I f- when it's going to be a full year for another season. I try really hard to I like. I couldn't not so finish that. One. That one also, I'm halfway. I literally got to the point where I think I like literally canceled my Apple subscription because I was like, 
I have to use this for another year. I was like, that's the yeah. only thing I watch on, and they still have not announced it, and it's okay. been over a year. Okay. Um, the other thing I'm waiting on. Okay, the other one that this is like very much like a chick flick is Sex Life. Did you ever watch season one? No. That came out like a year and a half ago. Is that HBO? No, Netflix. Okay. No. And that came out, and they like immediately announced like season two. Like it was super popular, and it's like still no release date. Interesting. So that one I'm waiting on. Flight Attendant season three or two. Yeah, when is that coming out? That just somewhat Third recently one. came out. Oh, okay. I haven't watched so, it yet. But I don't know if they're doing another one. Okay. And then, obviously, I keep up with like Grey's Anatomy Station 19. Have you been keeping up with that this season? I am like three behind. So, you Basically, know, I Basically, Meredith just departed the Which, series. I mean, they've been talking about it for how long that it was going to happen. Which, I'm glad they kept it, like, not dramatic at all, like, that she can come yeah. back. Like, it's yeah. basically, like, because, like, there have been episodes where she's not on it. Yeah. Especially in the last couple seasons. And so now it's just, like, I think kind of, like, an extended leave. Like, yeah. I don't know if she's, like, done-done. I mean, I'd get it if she is. So how many episodes have there been without her now? I don't think anything. It was, like, her oh, last one was, the, like, before okay. winter break. Okay. Which I don't know when it's coming back. Yeah, I, I have, <laughs> I was talking again to my Gen Z coworkers because they were like, "Yeah, I used to watch Grey's Anatomy," and I was like, "I have now been watching this for so much of my life that I will watch it till the bitter end." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It could be sooner than later, depending on how the reviews go without her. You know, like I wonder if they'll lose a lot of viewership based on not having her. You know what? I think we were talking about like maybe a year ago. Like, it got really good. For a while, like they kind of reinvented it. Came it came back, yeah, and yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. really interesting and good. I want to say like seasons ten, eleven, like got better because there was a lull there that was just terrible. There was, but I feel like even like what's we're on eighteen now. Mm-hmm. I feel like we're on like thirteen, fourteen, fifteen was like kind of interesting to me too. It was, yeah, 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 yeah. And then now like station nineteen, I started like wanting to watch that even more. Okay, it's not even about wanting to. You have now to. You, yeah, you kind of have to. I have ruined multiple things for myself watching Grey's Anatomy when I was not keeping up with Station 19. Yeah. Like, the storylines are pretty... Like, you do... Like, you somebody can, dies, and you I'm can, like, oh! You can keep up with it. Like, it, like you don't totally need to know either's backstory no, for, like, the story to be... Con- but if you are going to be watching yes, it... you gotta watch them together. So I gotta catch up on Station 19 as well, which also, this reminds me, I've also been watching the new season of Law & Order... Which, I mean, I've no. watched that entire show. So I'm here I am no, in season 24. I, like SVU? Yeah. Oh, yeah. SVU. <laughs> Fucking best. But those are, are now all similar to, for me to keep up. Oh, God. I, I would give a lot of money to work with Captain Olivia Benson. <laughs> Anyways, but they're now doing the same thing with organized crime. Law and Order Organized Crime, where they have all these sister episodes. Oh. So I had to start the new season of Organized Jeez. Crime so that I could start the new season of Law and Order. Yeah. Which, it's like, I get it, but I'm also like, this is a lot of content. So anyway, continue. And then Vow season two, like, I was watching those, like, we, live as, as soon as they came out. Yes, which also, hilarious note, she thought I was too and was live texting me updates and I was not. I was asleep. Because it was <laughs> the next morning. I'm reading these texts like, yeah, I didn't watch it. It was. I always watched it the next day or the It day was mind-blowing. Like, it's I crazy. just. And the end of every episode was like. What? I know. Like, I just was like, I can't believe I don't have the next episode. Like, it just is. Yeah. It is so crazy. It's so insane. Like, I actually, we never released an episode about cults, did we? 
I feel no. like we never did. We could do that. No, I think we were, we, we did, did it one, like, but the, the sound quality, quality was so yeah. bad. Well, maybe 2023. Well, that'll be our. Yeah. We'll spend a well, whole afternoon just discussing. Yeah. Well, Good lord. That. Honestly, we could like turn this into like each time we like. Oh my god. Review a new cult. I mean, it would be. But, so I mean, neat. I think those podcasts are out there. But, I mean, like, but the amount of content that we have so consumed. Much. Anything else you've been watching? Or reading or listening to? Um, listening to, I feel like, a similar podcasts. Yeah. Okay, can we just talk about for a second? What? Uh, Anand Saeed got released yes! from prison in September. That was a great 2022 moment. Yeah, yeah, that really was. You know, and when it happened, I just was like, I can't believe that we waited this long. Like, I cannot believe. He's been in prison since, like, 1999. Yeah. And then even, like post that podcast where everyone knew that he was innocent. Well, and it was, like, interesting that, like, the prosecution office, like, the Department of Justice or, mm-hmm. like, a, yeah. Attorney General's office or whatever. Yeah. What are they called? Attorney General, right? Probably. They were the ones that motioned to drop the case. Which, like... <sighs> That that makes you see the power of media. when When you get media surrounding a case... If that like those courts are only pressured when there's a lot of attention on a case, right? But it was like even after the attention had died out. I think it was like someone I who know. recently was like, or who was previously a defense. Yeah, tra- and I don't even know how it came up. It was like they found evidence that they never tested, and then the judge was like, "Yeah, we can throw this out, and you only have three months if you want to retry it." And then yeah. it was like, "Then you're done." Yeah, I know that was. But it's just so insane. many year. How many years he was in jail? Oh my god. Yeah. And how it's, often that happens. So often. What was another one that got released, like, recently? Well, I mean, we could talk about WNBA star. Brittany Griner, yeah. I mean, that, I cried. <laughs> I And not even, like, I didn't even follow it super closely, like, when it was going on. But, like, just thinking about what she was jailed for in Russia... But then, and then like, it also pisses me off of what we gave up for a prisoner. I mean, but at the same time, I'm like. Not, not that I don't think like we should. It's not like, oh, like I don't think she should have been freed. But I'm yeah. just like, that's ridiculous that she was jailed over that. That's and the, then the other yeah. thing is like, why were we not able to get Paul Whelan out? With I don't that know. I mean, that too? that was a very confusing. Yeah. And do we not have any other Russian? Like, I don't know. I'm sure we do. But I just, like, the, the idea that she, what she was jailed for. So, yeah. And, like, what weight that carries in Russia versus the United States. I mean, that's what they say, though. Like, some countries, like, they just have, like, a lot. Like, I, I mean, just, even for women traveling, it's like, oh you could God. get jailed for, yeah. like, what you wear. Yeah. And, like, I can't imagine being in a foreign prison. No. Trying to defend myself for something like that. Like, I mean, it's just... So anyway, that was an exciting, an exciting thing. But yes, I agree. The trade was really weird. The person that we traded and also the fact that the other person, what is his name again? Paul Whelan? Yeah. Yeah. And like, he's been there forever. Yeah. And I'm like, why is that not a priority yeah. of any administration? Yeah. I mean, I know it's hard, but. It is. I don't know. Yeah. Also, oh my God, there's just so much going on. Like, have you been watching the speaker, House Speaker? Okay, yes. Election. But can I ask you questions? Because I know that you'll know the answer. I mean, maybe. So, why is it? So he was the only person put up for it, right? No. no. But in the end, he was the only one being voted on. 
No. No. Who else was being voted on? You can watch. Some people voted for, like, other representatives. You can watch, like, each... Like, if you go to New York Times, they have, like, a little... But, like, he was the one... Why was he the one that was, like... Why did it keep saying, like, Kevin McCarthy loses? Because, basically... Yeah, okay, that's a good question. Like, I don't Basically, get how that... a party usually rally around, like, a leader one that person. I wouldn't agree. So, like, for the Democrats, okay. like, everyone's like, yep, Nancy Pelosi's great. Right. Like, there may be, a f- like, some Democrats that are like, I'd rather have this person, but, like, yeah. this is what my party agrees on. Okay. And, like, everyone kind of falls in line to one person. It's like, right. Mitch McConnell, they're like, yep, he's great for the job. And so, usually, like, parties really stick to, like, as a party, we're going to decide on this person. And I okay, think it's so usually he was their person. He, I think it's usually, uh, yeah, like more senior leadership that's yeah. like, this is who has been around long. Okay. Like, this is who we're going to do. And I think usually, like, a president can help support that. So, like, I think, like, Donald Trump behind the scenes has also been like, yep, McCarthy should be it or has endorsed that. I think, like, you know, Biden, like, says, like, yep, Pelosi's our person. I mean, just right. Pelosi just right. recently retired from that yeah. job. But, like, Democrats kept voting because they also elect their minority leader. They kept voting for the same person. So, like, yeah. for a while, who they were voting for got more votes than McCarthy. But then, like, the there's, like, extreme Republicans in office that – um like 20 of them that weren't satisfied with his yeah that were like basically role. using this yeah. and since they hold such a small ma- majority because you need yeah. a majority vote and since the republicans hold such a small majority they basically needed their entire party to vote in line with each other to get to agree on a speaker so then how come you said that the there was a democratic a democrat person that got more votes yeah so then how come that person didn't win because it's the majority of all votes. So the Democrats all voted. So like say 212 Democrats. And I think there's 200, I don't know, 18 or I guess I can look up the exact numbers. 224. I think that Republicans win the majority of the House by like 10 votes. All the Democrats voted for someone, but like 20 Republicans didn't vote for McCarthy. So McCarthy say, let me just pull up the numbers. But so McCarthy... So a Republican has to win because they have more votes. No, a Republican like doesn't necessarily have to win. So like in theory, like moderate Republicans and Democrats could have like teamed up together to vote to pick a person to pick a person, which would have been like pretty historic. Like that would have been crazy, but it has to be the majority. So for instance, okay, like the first round, Kevin McCarthy got two hundred and three votes. The Democrat person got 212 votes. There were six people and some people who didn't vote that voted for like Jim Jordan. So McCarthy, 203 to the Democrat, 212. They needed the majority of all votes. So Democrats still didn't have like the majority of all votes. Okay. All right. Because you have to add the ones that like voted for someone else. else. Okay. Yeah. So it's like. That's what I didn't understand. It's like I understand. Like I got that other people were being voted for, but then they kept being like Kevin McCarthy lost. And I'm like, okay, but why does that? Yeah. They have to have majority of all votes. It's not the most votes. Okay. It's not total. Like, yeah. It's not like, oh, who. Like, it's not like, oh, someone got 50 votes, 51 votes, 52 votes, 53 votes. Yeah. Like, and the one who got 53 votes wins. It has to be like. You have to get a majority of all 200 votes, and 50 is not a majority of 200 votes. Okay. Got it. That's so my this, understanding. 
write in if that's not correct. No, that but that makes a lot more sense because I just didn't understand how like one person just kept losing. Like I don't. Yeah, because they, they needed a majority voting. of all votes. Yeah. And since the Republicans have such a small, like lead of a majority, they yeah. basically needed their entire party yeah. more or less to fall in line. Yes, which was which not is, happening. Which is the week. usually pretty common. Like usually right. that's not a big ask. But there were a lot of people that di- a lot of ultra conservative Republicans yeah. that didn't like his like Lauren Boebert yeah. and Matt Gates. They were basically using it as a negotiation method to like get these like really weird rules. And that's the stuff that I was reading about where I was like, this is fascinating. Like what yeah. would take them what it would take for them to vote for him. Yeah, and, like, you can't even swear in the new representatives until a speaker is chosen. Right. So, like, it, like, literally halted it, yeah. everything for a week. Which is, like, it's usually just, like, again, it's usually just, like, a, uh, um, what do you call it? A formality because you're just, like, yep, this, this is, is the person we agree yeah. on. Yep, it's just, like, an easy vote. But, yeah, it's crazy. That's super interesting. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's a good uh, segue. That is how 2023 is starting in the political world. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Anyways, okay, so yeah, let's go into 2023. Well, okay, so one of the things you listen to influences what we're going to talk about, right? One of your podcasts that you listen to was an inspiration. Oh, yeah, yeah. We can do hard things, Glennon Doyle. Which I do like. I'm absolutely not caught up, but I do like that podcast. Yeah, I think, like, they just talk about, I mean, it's not like, it's like brand new topics, but I think how they like they bundle it is really interesting. And just like how they think about like it's not about it's kind of like some of it's like opposite of self help. It's like you don't need to help yourself, like you just need to like trust yourself. Mm. Um, like I think that's more their ethos. Sure. Um, you know, like and I I being a liker of Glenn Doyle, I actually really love her sister. I think her sister is like yeah. amazing. Um, I tried to like read like any criticism of her and especially like being like a white woman. Like I just try to make sure like I'm going out with like two eyes open, but generally I think they are mm-hmm. a healthy podcast. Mm-hmm. But anyways, they did an episode around like basically 2023. And like, I personally don't like resolutions. Like mm-hmm. they're, they said like new you. year, same me. Like you, at any point, can you can enact yeah. something to change yeah. your life. Yes, I think people like the idea of a fresh start, but it's a lot of pressure to put on yourself yeah. to set you up to fail. Right. And I think the idea is, like, we don't need to keep – like, we don't always have to be works in progress. Like, mm-hmm. we're okay who we are. Like, well, who we are is actually great. But I think there's certain ideas of, like, let's evaluate going into the new year. Like, how did the last year go? What mm-hmm. did, like – what does the new year, like, look like? So one thing they said was they talked about was like, what's one thing you want to leave behind in 2022? Mm -hmm. And like, what's just one thing you're like thinking about going into 2023? So like, it's not even acting about, it's just like, kind of like, yeah, I'm considering this. Like considering doing something or considering doing something or like, just like, kind of like, huh, I've noticed this about myself. Maybe I'll do something with this. Maybe not. Or like, Mm -hmm. Yeah. More just self-reflective. Okay. Okay, do you want to start? Sure. Um, I've thought about this a lot (laughs) since becoming pregnant where this might be TMI for some people out there, but I tried to run when I first was pregnant and it was very hard. It was very difficult, Mm -hmm. mainly because the ladies hurt really bad up front. So you're running and that just like hurts really bad. 
So anyway, like I tried and it just was not, Mm -hmm. it was not feasible. I know there are people that can do it through their whole pregnancy, whatever. But it made me start to like think, (laughs) maybe I don't need to be a runner anymore. (laughs) Mm. It's not that I was ever like, I never was a marathoner, but like pretty consistently over the last seven years, I've run, whether it's like a lot or a little, pretty consistently aside from having COVID. I've run at least a couple times mm-hmm. a week, run a couple races. It's been, you know, actually, well, since 2013. That's when I first started. Like, that's that was my first half marathon. So I just, but like, I've had this feeling lately where I'm just like, there doesn't need, I don't need to be. If when I'm no longer pregnant, I want to run again and it's yes. fine and it feels good, that's great. But I think for so long, I just kept doing it because I'm like, well, I run, so I probably should. I should probably get on the treadmill. I should probably sign up for a race. Like, that's just what I do. So I think it's like you got to view it as like, this does not fit me for this season of my life. And it could in the future. Yeah. And like, if it does, great. But I've also had times in the past where it doesn't. I've had times where it was really hard on my knees, really hard on my back. And it just was not conducive to a good workout. But then, like, literally right before I had COVID, I was running a lot, and it was really good. And then ever since then, it's been kind of, like, wishy-washy. Um, and I think for a very long time, I kept being like, I'm eventually going to get back to it. And now I'm at the point where I'm like, if I do, great. If I don't, yes, <laughs> Like, yeah. it's very... And I kind of hit that point, like, around September, because for the first couple of months that I was pregnant, I was trying to run. And I, I wanted to. But it was so hard and it like hurt my body so much. And I was just like, I can't, I can't do it. And that's yeah. fine. And whether that's for a season or forever, that's fine. Yeah. So, but it's been like hard for me to like, I mean, the the mindset switch of like when I get back to it versus maybe I will, maybe I won't was kind of hard. But also I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do whatever yeah. I can when I can, <laughs> but I don't have to be a runner anymore. <laughs> like it's yeah. fine. It's yeah, like, totally taking fine. Taking out the pressure of like, yeah, having this looming thing you have to get back to. Like, I literally kept being like, well, when I'm no longer pregnant, when I can run again, when like, which is just not, I don't need to be that way. Especially because I'm not like, a marathon. Like, it was never like my full commitment. It was just something I always did for yeah. the last 10 years, you know. Because it suited you. Yeah. yeah. And it was like, it was a good workout. It was like, you know, and it's not like I did every day. It's not like I did super long distances, but it just was consistently... Yeah. But I just, you know, I think it's also just because, like, being pregnant has definitely opened my eyes to what your body can and cannot do. Yeah. And it's just mind-blowing, the things that, like, happen and don't happen. And so, anyways, that is my new thing. I'm either going to get back to it or I'm not. (laughs) That's fine. Either way. (laughs) Yeah. I'll get back to some, like, activity. I mean, I've pretty much only been able to walk. Which, that's great. I Walking mean, is great for yeah. you. But it's, it, that also has been a really big mind transition. Yeah. Because, I mean, I was working out three to six days a week. I feel like letting go of, like, the discipline. Like, yeah. you, it's like switching the mindset from, like, this is something I do because I'm, I'm disciplined to this. Yeah. Versus, like, this is something I do if and when I enjoy it. Oh, yeah. I definitely was, I would torture myself and make myself go. Which, yeah. I mean, you know, that's a whole nother thing but yeah so we'll see what uh what kind of workouts i get back to um yeah we'll see so that's one thing i'm i'm leaving behind the pressure to run again (laughs) no i like that i think that's like really honest 
And it's tough because like I was never a runner before <laughs> 2013. I hated it. But then I've just been so consistently doing something revolving around it. So anyway, sorry, Celeste. Uh, I might not be uh, doing all the races like we used to do, but well, we'll see. maybe I can be a new race and that's, buddy. I love that for you. <laughs> <laughs> I will be there cheering you on. <laughs> uh, oh my god! I didn't even. Talk you ran about a ten that. mile in twenty twenty two. Oh my god! The two like probably things I was like the most proud of myself. I f- totally forgot. I also maybe that's a sign. The funniest thing was Natalie at the end of her ten mile being like, "I can't believe I've run two races." And I was like, honey, you've run three. She forgot about a whole race that she also accomplished. I know. So, yeah, you're killing it. Yeah, I did two 5Ks. And then I was like, let me just go let's straight just, triple over triple that ten and do 10 mile. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. I, like, did way better than I thought I would. You did amazing. Especially, I was, like, training pretty decently. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, I think I will get there by the end of it. Yeah. And I was kind of on a 10K running plan. And I was like, I'll just try to beef it up a bit. And then I think the, like, the month before... I was, like, in a wedding, and then, like, I don't know if I was, like, sick or whatever. Like, I just couldn't do it, and I was, like, so stressed out about it. Yeah. And then you weren't running it, so I was, like, maybe I just won't do it. And then I did, like, one final long run, and I was, like, I think I can hack it. And then I, like, ran the entire time. It was incredible. And I beat my goal time. That's amazing. Which is by, like, I guess a runner standard kind of slow, but I... Doesn't matter. I can't believe I, like, did that. I was, like way more impressed with myself than I thought I would. And now that seems impossible again. <laughs> no. It's also partially um, race environment helps so much. Yeah. And I think like now that you've, see- you've seen that a few times, like you know that you can do it. You know that yes. you will be able to show up and be like, I can do this. Yes. And I was like, always like the first mile sucks. Like I think oh, once yeah. you get going, it's like yeah. definitely easier. And I found someone who was running solo and then we just ran the whole time yeah. together. So that always helped. Because yeah. we were, like, wanting to pace similarly. She was a little bit more conditioned. But, yeah, we ran together. But that was definitely um, what I was trying to run for when yeah. I first <laughs> was pregnant. I was like, maybe I could walk this 10-miler at the very least. I think that was, like, something but that was, was like, hard. informative. That was, like, like, sometimes you get in these, like, these, like, things to yourself you're like oh i'm not a runner like i'm never gonna be a runner yeah and the fact that i was like able to like get to that point and be like kind of rewrite that story for myself was like oh yeah absolutely and i mean you've run a 10 miler so i don't think you can say anymore that you're not (laughs) yeah i know i haven't i am wanting to get back into it yeah for sure but i've just yeah winter is also so so hard hard. it's so so hard Yeah. yeah okay wow that got me derailed no, that's um, great. So that was what I'm leaving. What are you leaving in 2022? Yeah, that's a good question. I know I like, came up with this prompt, but now I can't even <laughs> think about it. I feel like I will have a better answer at another time. That's fine. But one thing I'm like trying to do, leave behind, is like 2022, I have had a lot of insecurities and anxieties that came up that no- have not been there before. Like, that have really surprised me that I'm like, I've never felt this way before. And I'm suddenly feeling this way. And I think a lot of it comes with, like, comparing myself to other people's timelines. And, like, I used to be so sure of myself and, like, feeling pretty good about myself of, like, yep, it'll all work out. Or, like, you know, what I'm my path is unique and good. But I think, like, suddenly I was like, oh, my God. I'm so behind like my peers in certain things, not career, but like, and 
Like, when is this going to happen to me? Like, is, is this never going to happen for me? Yeah. Like, especially with just, like, I don't know. Like, like I think, like, more relationship stuff. Like, I've never been, like, insecure about that. And I, like, that, like, weirdly came out for me in 2022. So I'm trying to, like, let that go and just be, like, okay, my timeline is, mm-hmm. you know, my timeline without just, like, letting my life slip away. But, like... I don't know. Like, that just came out a lot in 2022. And, like, I don't know. I hate that it did. Well, it's partly biology and, like, yeah. the age that you are. I mean, you're you're, you're turning the big one yeah. this year. And it's hard because, like, you don't want that to be the defining reason that you feel something or, like, feel like you, quote, unquote, should be somewhere else or doing something else. But it's – I think it's, like, a chemically <laughs> – yeah. Ingrained thing, especially as a woman, if you want to consider family as a future, your biology makes you be like, okay, so like what's going on here? Like it's. Yeah. And know, one thing I am thing. planning on in 2023 is like freezing my eggs oh, to like man, try to help with we that. We will too. have to talk about that extensively because I'm so fascinated by it and I think it's a wonderful idea. I know. Apparently there's a podcast like Monica Padman. Oh, really? About her journey to freeze her eggs. Oh my gosh. She like documents it. Yeah. Of course, it's only on Spotify. It's annoying. Um, Which I have been meaning to listen to. So I got to remember to do that. Um, Let me just quickly give myself a note. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm like kind of scared too, because like, like for a while I was like, okay, I'm very liberated that I'm like taking this like, like step to kind of like put the pressure off myself and it helps that my new job, which Again, both oh. of us switched jobs in 2022. Yes, we didn't we talk did. about that either. But yeah. <laughs> my new job covers a lot of it. So yeah. I'm like, okay, like, that definitely makes it more feasible. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, so, like, no big deal. But then I kind of, like, what I've heard, and I feel like everyone, and it's, like, maybe just more my mindset is, everyone's talking about fertility right now. Yeah. And, like, I think it's just, you know, like, that bias of just, like, listening for it. But right, right. Like, it is not a walk in a park process. Oh, no. Not at all. And I'm kind of scared to go through it on my own. Like, I feel like a lot of people have a partner to help them. And I'm like, okay, I actually, I mean, yes, I have friends. But it's like, I don't know. You're kind of like, it kind of feels very lonely. Yeah. I'll come with you. Okay. Thanks. (laughs) Well, and it's, I think that's part of the reason, like, when you start going through it, we should talk about it. Because I think it's, it's definitely less, a less common topic, especially a solo yeah situation and i would say like i mean i think the age is going lower and lower because like i think a lot of guidance is like do it when you're young yeah i mean that's also so hard too it's like when do you make the decision of like all right i'll just freeze them like you know yeah and like my doctor kind of was like okay let's talk when you're 32 so like i kind of was thinking i had a couple more years but i'm like i'm just gonna do it now while i have like coverage and i'm feeling this way and like whatever so anyways like that is something I'm trying to, like, be at more peace about yeah. in 2023. I think once you start going through the process, you'll start to feel that peace because you're like, okay, this is something that I no longer have to think about Yeah, as, like, a we need to figure this out situation. Yeah. You know? And, like, yeah, like, I think, and I've never been one of those people that I'm like, oh, my God, I can't wait to have a family. Like, right. But I have decided that's, like, option. something I eventually want. Yeah. For sure. So then it's like, but I know like I'm okay with that happening later. For sure. So it's like, okay, yeah. like I can't panic and like force myself, like kind of being like, oh my God, like I never wanted that right now anyways, but right. it's like, 
yeah, it's like kind of like, well, that's going to come quicker than I think it is. And like, yeah. what steps do I need to take? Like, right. AKA like, you know, finding that person or whatever. Like, I don't know. So or if you decide in a couple years, you want to do it solo. I know. Hell yeah. That actually like Kate gave me a lot of peace. Like I think a year ago I was listening to a podcast and then someone like said that they're like, you know what? I finally decided like I could just do it on my own. And I was like, yeah, that's true. Like this yeah. desire doesn't have to be conditional on someone. Right. But I'm like, holy shit, that'd be super fucking hard. For sure. And I mean, there's a reason why we are inclined to wait yeah. for a person, like, you know, a partner to do that with. Yeah. But, but at the same time, like, you 100% could do that on your own. Yeah, if I make mo- enough money to hire the help you need. <laughs> just, like, it's crazy. It's like, I think I make good money. And then I, like, look at, like, what it costs to, like, do shit. And oh, I'm like, God, I yeah. definitely need two of me. Yeah, and that's definitely another, like, having a partner. Yeah, it's, like, the best economical right. decision that yep. you can bl- make. It's annoying. It is. It really is. So, anyways, wow, that was very vulnerable. Oh, that's great. I love it. <laughs> um. So, yeah. I'm think, excited for you for I'm, that process. Yeah, I'm hoping to leave that behind. Yeah. Um. Okay. 2023. What are you just, like... I mean, you got a big thing coming, but... What are you thinking about? <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. Baby pretty much consumes my thoughts these days. Um, but in general, I've also like been doing a lot of thinking about like, Joe and I have been together for almost 14 years. Wow, that's crazy. And it's just been us, right? I mean, it's yeah. not, it's not like we met, got married, had a kid within three years. I mean, like, yeah, we've had a lot of time with just us, but then I'm also sitting here like, mourning the fact that that's going to be over and that's kind of like yeah for it's sure. weird it's very weird um but more than anything i'm looking forward to seeing him as a dad because that yeah. is a part of him i obviously have never seen before like even though yeah. i've known him a very long time it's a, it, it'll be nice to like see a different yeah side of him um and myself but like really really him yeah i mean that's i've heard that it's a it's a life-altering thing just to like see the person that you're with become that parent Um, well and i feel like yeah and but i feel like with you personally i feel like it's a little bit less of a question mark because like you've been around kids so much so joe keeps saying to me (laughs) anytime he has like a moment where he's really freaked out about having the baby because you know we both do have those moments he keeps saying to me he's like you're not worried about this at all are you you just (laughs) be like well it is different but i was like I'm going to have to get this kid out of me. Yeah. Not something I've done before. Yeah. Have I changed a thousand diapers? Absolutely. But, um, but he, he constantly like, he, he is, he has commented about the fact that I've been so calm and I'm like, well, first of all, I don't share every moment of my brain of like what I'm thinking about with you because you're already nervous. You know, we both have our own nerves. I, there are things that I've absolutely told him yeah. and like, thought about, but like, it's not like I'm trying to like, I'm not going to sit there and tell him how terrified I am to give birth because he's already scared of me giving birth. You know, it's just like, I don't, I know, so anyway. but you should be able to, I mean, I do, but I don't like, it's like, we both have our own. Do you talk about that in therapy? Yes. We've talked, we've talked about it. We've also had a lot of conversations about the possibility of my change of my OCD with a child, which is super fascinating. But anyways, that's yeah. a topic for another time. Um, but yeah, I mean like I've obviously talked to Joe. It's not like I can't, but it's like we have different things that we're already like concerned about. But he, he is constantly commenting. He's like, you're just so calm. Like, you were just born to be a mom. Like, you're just... 
And I'm like, is that the air that I give off? Like, I mean, yes, I've always wanted kids, but I'm like, I don't. Like, yeah. But yeah, apparently, apparently to him, it just, I, it seems like this is no big deal, which I'm like, I love, I love that, like, that's the perception, I guess. Because I'm not really freaking out all the time. I really am not. Because no. I am overall prepared. And, like, I do mm-hmm. have a lot of experience with kids. Like, I'm not I'm not really worried about, like, the yeah. newborn phase. I'm more worried about giving birth. But, like, that's, you know. Like, I don't know. He, he has definitely commented many times. He's just like, you're just so calm. And I'm like, I maybe it's just because I, I don't know. That's just, you know, you know what I'm thinking about? Just even more indication of why women need to run the country. <laughs> right? I get the it, calmness I get and like the <laughs> shit we have to deal with at the same time is like incredible. I know. And he actually, he also makes a ton of comments. He's just like, so you haven't really like called in pregnant to work. Like, <laughs> call them pregnant. you know, like that's like how he says it. He's like, you should really take it easy. Like you should really. And I'm like, but I have to work. Like I get up and do my yes. job. Like I don't understand, you know, like that's. What do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I have to, and I'm sure there will be days that as it gets harder, like, you know, but anyways, where was I going with this? I don't actually know. That you are <laughs> freaked out about having a The physical birth. part of yes. it, I am freaked out. Actually being a mom, I mean, I'm, it's, I'm nervous, but definitely not yeah. like, I, I've definitely, I know people where they've had a lot more anxieties about certain things about being a mom that I just so far, like you're not, not freaked out about like what world am I bringing a child into? Like that's like not really the angle you're. I mean, at. I already know I'm bringing them into a shitty world. So what am I gonna do about that? Yeah, but I think some people have a little <laughs> bit more of like a like existential like yeah, which I don't. really yeah. like grapple with that. Which I mean, which I think for me, it's like this is the hope of like saving the world. You that's kind of like that's how yeah. I kind of view it. I feel like it's a very like give up mentality of like. Uh, not have kids because this world sucks. Right. Yeah. I don't know. I uh, Overall, I, I don't... I shouldn't say I have no concerns about being a mom, but I'm way more concerned about <laughs> the part that gets me there. Yes. <laughs> um, I have a lot more worries about, you know, if I have to have a C-section or things like that. Those are... Yeah. That's where my current worries lie. Yeah, which is very valid. Yeah. Um. But it's also been a thing that I've thought a lot about where it's like, I find like I will be doing something that I've never done before. And either way, I will have done it. <laughs> it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going to happen one way or another. You know? <laughs> so. it, it's in there. It's got to it's got to happen. Yep. So but really, I mean, I haven't thought super far beyond for the year. I, have, I mean, we're having a kid. So that is, like, totally consuming yeah. my mind. So I, yeah. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> what about your 2023? I don't know. Like, I feel like this is kind of, like, the constant thing that can get away from you. But then, like, how do you, like, trying to bring it back into balance is, like, does your your schedule and how you use your time, like, show your priorities? Mm. But, like are those actually what I want my priorities to be mm. and how I show up for relationships. So like, I think the constant struggle with me is like, I have a lot of friends relationships like that. I want to be good about keeping up with mm-hmm. and some are like naturally embedded into your schedule. So like a lot of like, you know, the fun and part of like, you know, the reason I am like 
still teaching is like you have built-in friendships yeah. that are really dependent on like who you teach with. And like even I've just noticed like with my friend Jonathan, who I used to teach with, like basically do everything with, it's like I've literally seen him once in the last like two months yeah. because I, he doesn't teach anymore. Right. And I'm just like, but and like I feel like we don't really talk as much. Yeah. Or like I have a couple other friends where it's like we don't really reach out to each other on like that good of a basis. Right. And it's like not that you can have that with everyone, but it's like what are friends that I really want to intentionally invest into mm-hmm. and I feel like invest back into me. And if they're investing into me, am I bringing that back to them? So it's like that's like at the relationship level. And, yeah. like, also, like, if you have no freaking time to, like, meet people, yeah. like, you're not going to meet people. Right. Right? If that's not an intention. Yeah. So, like, how does that fit in? Mm-hmm. And it's, like, your life is 100%. I'm at 100%. Mm-hmm. So, like, something has to give right. to – something has to change to restructure that. Yeah. So, it's, like, that's kind of my constant evaluation of, like, teaching. It's, like, yeah. where does this fit into my life? Right. And to what extent am I going to devote yes. the time and the responsibility? Because it's, you know, I really enjoy it and it's valuable to me. And I think it's important yeah. to have hobbies, yeah. you know, and express myself in that way. But then what's like the downside of that? And I think like the other thing too, and like I hate to even talk about this with like any sort of extent of like a resolution, but it's like how do I keep up with self-care? And part of that is moving my body. So it feels like my body. Yeah. Yep. And some of that is like even just stretching, like flexibility, like, like that part of it. It's like, if I don't keep up with that, like I literally feel so much older and like immobile. Right. And it's like, how can I put that into my routine in a meaningful way that it's like, I'm able to keep up with it. And that it doesn't feel like, okay, I just got to check this off. Yes. Because <laughs> that can be so easy for that to happen. And it's, like, so easy to just, like, sit at your computer all day and, oh, like, yeah. work. I literally could be constantly working and still not be on yeah. top of my shit. Yeah. So I think that's, like, just, like, the biggest thing. Like, I'm trying to, like, set up a routine. And, like, that's part of me, like, looking at, like, okay, I need a new, like, life bag, work bag, gym bag that, mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. fits my lifestyle. Because I, I just feel like when you're you have that stuff, like, that routine like those little things like help with your routine so it's kind of like i think just like the big thing i'm kind of constantly thinking about but the one thing i texted you i was like yeah thank you i was gonna say um you text someone and say i have something to talk to you about but i can't until we record a podcast okay i've been sitting on this for two days (laughs) (laughs) so i think i finally have started to crack the code okay i would say it is no lie that physically my physical surroundings are pretty in order and I absolutely need that to function in the world. Yes. My digital footprint is way more chaotic. I'm notoriously a bad texter. I have like 40 unread right now. Um, I always have so many personal emails, work emails. I maybe I'm a little bit more on top of, but they still get out of hand i'm never like i'm never that person that like like leaves work and i'm like my inbox is zero my tabs are closed and i shut my computer like i just cannot get to that point and it always causes me stress because there's just like all these like big things that i have to address every time like Mm -hmm. i'm opening up a device but it's easy because i can put the device away and my surroundings are nice so i think like if there's anything that's cluttered in my life that's it but it does weigh on me it's so fascinating how opposite we are in that way (laughs) It's not that my house is trash, but it's absolutely never. I don't understand how 
It's never in order, and yet I only have a couple tabs open. I don't understand. And my email is. I don't understand how that zero. doesn't affect you though, like physical I, environment. I really, I don't. The, it affects me, but definitely like digital effects. Like I need that cleaner. Which I understand that. So and I'm that cleans out my brain. So you know? I think I've cracked a okay. little bit. All right. I think I'm starting to crack the code All of right. my Tell personal me. email. All right. And I think if I can get kind of catch up, I can. Which I'm moving quickly. I think I can stay on top of it. Perfect. So the the overwhelming thing was like, I think on the old like um, Apple email app, like you couldn't ever delete. Like it was always like archive or something. Mm. And so I never, I would kind of read emails on my phone, but I wouldn't really do anything with it. And then like it always would be like just sitting down in my Gmail and just like clicking each one open and like deciding what to do was like just like clicking on it because I didn't want to like go in order like I wanted to get through like the easy ones first so I was like trying to find easy ones and then you doing like a big cleanup like definitely helped me full disclosure I got to uh go into Natalie's email and <laughs> it made me feel alive I don't even know I don't I, know how you knew how to do like what to do with I all deleted them. like 6,000 emails out of your email address was it just like all promotional I mean yeah so the basics about gmail that can get really tough is that it's got the sorted tabs right which the yeah. social and promotions which is nice but also then like you click on promotions and you're like holy shit this is where everything goes like everything you've ever signed up for everything yes. you've ever even remotely gotten a receipt for yes. whatever but that's where that's where the cleanup can be easy because you go back to the beginning and you're like this promotion is from four years ago. Delete this yeah. page, you know. And but I think anyways. that helped me. Like, there's some freedom. Like, I like potentially. Like, I definitely trust what you did. And like, maybe there's a few that I like, potentially could have done like right. differently. But that definitely helped me. That was like a huge help. Kind of out of hand again. Your, like, you have your own yes. system too. I mean, totally. Everybody does. So, this is what is helpful. What I do now is I open Gmail and I open one email. So it's on the screen. Okay. If I click delete, the next email pops up. And it's so much easier. I think what's so hard for me is to see where the email's from, the subject, and decide if I want to open it and what to do with it. That extra step is so hard for me. So if it's open on my screen and I can just be like quickly read it, like da 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 da, okay, delete, or I've started filing with the folders you gave me. And then literally Beautiful. the next email. And I'm like, oh no, I don't need this. Okay, next email. Like they just automatically keep popping up after I click either delete or so they, file. They physically open up. They're opened. Yeah. So okay. I don't have to like scroll to open it up. It's okay. like, like I literally would go like, here it's open. I delete file. Next email opens Got up. It. Okay. And then like you can just go this way. Yep. I have been cruising through them. Interesting. And I'm like, I think I could just like, once I'm caught up like through the day, just like quickly just be like, Yep, delete, 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 done. Like, I think I can get to that point where I'm, like, on top of it. So once that happens, then I can be even more on top of my text. Like, I think it's just, like, a domino effect for me. And it could be, yeah. Digi especially digital, like, once you get going. Yeah, because I see that being. for me, it's almost just, like, moving things around. Like, when I open some a link in my email, I'm like, okay, now I've opened it as a tab. I can delete it as an email. But then it's, like... Oh, but then you got a tab open. Yeah, so, like, I, it's kind of okay. a vicious cycle for me when I try to clean up I understand that, my though. digital stuff. But I think I finally cracked that code. So I'm trying to also be better with that because I think it's going to clean up my headspace a lot. And that's truly why I'm better with digital because it clears out my head. Whereas, like, my home, it's like, yeah, it's like whatever. It's it's not the cleanest, but it's not, like, in my brain, like, all the digitalness is. I don't know why. We're, like physical clutter it's like this like i can't even think if it's like yeah like i can't even move about my life at all and that's how i am about digital which yeah is so fascinating 
But it's super interesting that that is what makes you delete your emails. Because for me, I want to select all on this one page of promotions, l- briefly look at the subject line without opening the email. You know, no. flash sale bullshit, delete 100. Like, let's go. Yeah, that's harder for me. It's so fast. It's so fascinating. Because I think there's some like, a distrust that there's like maybe something in there. And like when I, I open it that. and I can quickly scan it, I'm like way more confident. I'm just being like, dup, dup, yep. Like it's just like a okay. lot more easy for sure. me to like have confidence in doing a quick thing. Interesting. So anyways, I think I've created. So like that's that another thing I'm like trying to like really you. get my digital life together. The other, like there's two kind of big, big projects, which I do want to like just hire someone to help. Um, and I want to hire like a friend because I feel like I'm I don't know. Maybe I don't have to. One thing I want to do this year Mm. is get a document scanner, a feed document scanner and change all of my, and I don't have a ton. I have like a probably like 12 inch by 12 inch filing cabinet that you can just like pick up. It's like kind of a portable one. I want to basically put that all onto digital files. Sure. So like anytime I get something, I can just scan it in. So I can get rid of like literally all paper. Okay. It's admirable. Yeah. I love and that. They're, they're organized, but it's like stuffed yeah. full. So like, what's, what do I do? Like, I'm still going to keep getting more and I've gone through it a good amount. And yeah. it's kind of like, it's just like taxes from like four years ago. Right. It's like after seven years, you can get rid yeah, of it, yeah, but yeah. like, I should just scan it in. Sure. So that's one thing I want to do. And then I do, and I think this one, like people would be like, why don't you just get rid of it? But it's like the, the like mix of it all is i have all these like mix cds that i want to like make as playlists because they're so nostalgic to me and so like i want to just make those in itunes and then i can get rid of all my cds that's so smart yeah so those are kind of my last two physical frontiers to like conquer and then i'll be like done yeah that's pretty amazing yeah meanwhile i now have a home and so my parents when i visit they're like do you want to take a box with you which i don't have a lot at my parents but I yeah. pretty much will have all of it pretty soon because they're like, oh, yeah, and I need to go through boxes. it and like, I mean, it's yeah. mostly shit that will probably be tossed because it's been sitting at my parents' house. But yeah. I just haven't even had the time to go. Through I know. It. I guess I do have a few boxes of my mom, so I. But I'm, I say that because I have CDs at my parents. Like I know that there's yeah. a box of CDs. <laughs> that's one of the things that's sitting there. I know it's overwhelming, but yeah, it's just yeah, trying to do little things and that's great. Yeah. That's a good goal. But yeah, yeah, I think it like if I could just like yeah have some, like a friend come over and help me scan, and like spend like four hours, put some music on, or some pizza. I'll help you scan. Will you? Yeah, I'll pay you. Why I seriously will. Why? Why would you pay? Like, I just help you scan. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> but I think I like could crank it out in four hours because like if you get a feed scanner where you can do like. Yeah. All of that document all at once. Yeah. And then it just like would go and like save as PDF and like basically each folder is already created physically yeah. and then you just like copy it in. I'll just trade you services again. You come clean my kitchen. Yes, I will just- do that. I will seriously <laughs> do that. That is great. That that stresses me out to no end. Okay, but, yeah. This is right. like such a great <laughs> trade-off. <laughs> and that's what we did last year. She cleaned my kitchen. I did her email. It's yeah. just kind of, you know, how things went. Yeah. Um but I, th- I think that also you underestimate yourself of like what you have. You are such a minimalist and that's wonderful. The fact that you only have two things of clutter to tackle physical things. I mean, that's incredible. <laughs> I mean, I guess there is probably like some more, but yeah. I'm but you, you can literally name the two major things you want to tackle. <laughs> I literally got, was able to minimize my wallet. I'm so excited. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> you don't even have a wallet. No, I don't anymore. 
So what, what what I did, so I have a couple of cards on the back of my phone is everything yeah. I use. Yeah. I do have a few things that I have to hold on to, which I'm so close to minimizing all those. But it's like I have, what do I even have in there? Like, like I have my card. I have my medical card, but my, yeah. I guess it's like my prescription card because I do have my yeah. medical cards. One of these, yeah. Um, oh my gosh, I don't even know because I even got rid of my Nordstrom card because you can just digitally scan it now. Mm-hmm. And then I think I have a J Crew one, but I think it's not even close. I can get rid of it, but it's literally just like a money clip I have for these like five cards left. So I have them like in my desk drawer, but I don't like carry on a wallet anymore, or like don't even have so one. Like I had it just like hanging in a purse. You're an impressive human, I gotta say. But those are the things that are so exciting to me when I can, like, get rid of one more little thing. <laughs> well, I think you're doing great already for 2023. <laughs> uh, but I feel like, it, like, when that happens, like, I can open up my life to, like, do more. Like, sure. it's easier for me to get, get out the house. It's easier for me to just, like, like, I don't know. Like, I feel like I can spend less Sundays doing something, you know. I can spend Sundays doing fun stuff instead of yeah, getting my life back together. Okay, I I get it. I do. Yeah. yeah. Okay. What yeah. are you thinking about? Well, I guess no. We already I already asked you. Okay, is that it? Yeah. I mean, I will say with twenty twenty three, like having a baby, I have had a lot of anxiety about bringing more shit into my house. Which I'll help you. I'll help <laughs> you organize the nursery. Yeah, I'd love it because like there are things that are necessary, right? Yeah. Like I even working on our registry, I had a hard time because I'm like. Yes, I understand that we need this. Yes. But also, I don't want it. Yes. Because, like, I'm not, you know I'm not a minimalist, but I'm also not a person who wants to just keep something to keep it and have it. So, like, everything we've registered for, it's like, I know that we need this. Yes. Even just temporarily. Because I'm just like, I don't want, like, yes. and I've had a lot of family members and, like, offer different things, and I'm just like, I don't want it. Like, I can't, you know. Yeah, you're like, I just, I just can't physically. Even when I order stuff, <sighs> I'm like, I just don't want another box I have to move around to, like, oh, I know. bring it up to my apartment to unpack this thing to then break it down to, to bring recycle. it down. I I'm just yep. like, I don't want to do this process anymore. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. like, ugh. So, I mean, I just want you to know, I'm not a minimalist, but... You do inspire me in certain ways in that realm. <laughs> Good. Because <laughs> I'm also not a maximalist. It's not like I want to keep stuff. Yes. I'm like an in-betweener. I mean, I guess like technically I am too. It's not like... No, like, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's like, I would say like, I don't know. I, it's like always amazing. I think I'm like way more militant. So I'm like, oh my God, this whole drawer is filled with shit. Or like... You know, there is though, I think a point in both digital and physical world where there's just going to be some shit for a yeah. little while. Like, even yeah. if it's not permanent, there's just going to be. Yeah. And that's what I have to remind myself about the baby stuff. It's like, for a while, I'm going to have to have a diaper genie. Yeah. Great. This baby <laughs> will become a human at some point. Yeah. Well, anyways. I think this is good. I think that we're both going to have a fantastic yes. year. And we'll record before baby comes. Oh, we will. And also, when I'm on maternity leave, come on over. I know. Do you want me to come over, like, stay over at all? my god we are gonna have at least one full guest space we might have another like we're gonna keep our pull-out couch in the nursery too before baby's actually in yeah there. so we're gonna have spaces we're gonna have spaces for people to stay over as i've said to joe temporarily no one is moving in no <laughs> i mean i think like i have another friend i would love it temporarily unnamed absolutely. friend who's pregnant right and she was like yeah, like, people can come and, like, stay for a week at a time. Like, we're going to need the help. And I was like, I kind of love that idea of, like, 
village mentality. Absolutely. And yeah, and I like like that. It's like it doesn't have to be like this like black and white thing of like now like my life is hundred percent no different. But I'm like, you better do that for me. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> when it's truly like part of the reason we had to get our new bed in order was so that we could have a bed upstairs so that yeah how are you liking your new mattress oh my god it's just incredible i (laughs) mean changer aside from the fact that it's a new mattress on a new platform like it's really nice it's a king yes so i mean the space so much more space the space is wonderful yeah um yeah so we will have a guest set up upstairs which is going to be like a guest room slash my office in the interim because the office is the nursery um yes but yeah, I mean, we're we're on our way to being able to have people that people. could stay there. <laughs> so that's nice. So yes, yes anytime. Come yes. on over. Oh, <laughs> little baby. Yes. Okay. I think this is good. This is nice. This was like, we were going to do this on a shorter. Oh my God. It's like been an hour and 10 minutes. Okay. <laughs> okay. Quick joys. Oh. Super quick. Okay, sure. Go ahead. <laughs> I was like, I gotta think about. Okay, one thing I I will say a Christmas present that brought me joy mm. because I've been wanting to buy them for so long, but I just couldn't. I could not justify it. <laughs> Do you know what Kizik's are? The tennis shoe? No. So there's a there's a whole trend with tennis shoes going around of tennis shoes that you don't have to untie. You can just shove them on. Oh yeah. So my my whole. Like childhood, APLs, right? childhood Josie, who did that on shoes that were not meant to do that. Yeah, it's it's the greatest thing in the world because yeah. I don't like my feet to be super restricted. But I've been looking for a shoe that I can just throw on to like run to the grocery store. Yeah, and so they're literally designed that you like shove your heel in to put them on. You don't have to retie them, and then you just slide them off. But they look like tennis shoes. Like they're okay. Oh my god, I'm excited. I have not worn them because I don't want to wear them in the snow. Oh my god. But I tried them on Kizik's. like three different times at Christmas because I was like, I when my mom asks what I want for Christmas, I was like, I literally sent her, I'm like, this shoe. And I said, I have a discount code. Here you go. Like I Kizik's shoes. If you're a person that oh, yeah. doesn't like tennis they look shoes. Like tennis shoes. Or wants the idea of a flexible tennis shoe that's not just like a slip-on. You just shove your heel in, and that's literally how it's designed, so you're not wrecking your shoe. Yeah. So anyway. Yeah, they are cute. That's bringing me joy right now, just knowing that my spring, especially when I can no longer bend over to tie shoes, it'll be wonderful. Yeah. But even when I'm not pregnant, I am the person I fucking Well, I guess, like, shoes. if you have your hands full, too, when baby yeah. comes, that would be good. Even if you don't have a baby. If you come in from the grocery yeah. store, you pop them off really quick. That's the nice thing about Uggs. It's true. Like, winter, yeah, it makes it really... Yeah. Easy for that kind of thing. But anyway, so I was, that brought me a lot of joy because it's something I've always wanted. <laughs> my mom recently, speaking of like Uggs, I was like, I was wearing my white jacket that I've had since like college, like 2013, I think I got it. Yeah. And she's like, how long have you had that? Because she was with me. I think she bought it yeah. for me. I was in college. But I was working at Nordstrom, so I had a discount. And I was like, I don't know, like 2013, so it was like almost 10, 10 years. years. Yeah. And then I was like, yeah, my shoe, like my boots, my Sorrells that I wear are like, I think I got them like around the same time, like one of those Christmases right there. Yeah. She, and then she looks at me, she goes, you need to get new boots. I was like, they're fine. They're like, still Sorrells work well. last so long. Yeah. And then I was like, I still have my Uggs from high school. She was like, do they still keep your feet warm? I was like, why are you judging me for having these around? <laughs> they're like meant to last. I was going to say both of those brands though are notorious for yeah. lasting. And yeah. 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 She should be proud. I know. <laughs> she should be proud. 
some minimalist in me. No, I'm just kidding. Um, okay. I'm trying to think of joy for me. <laughs> what you, is you got nothing? <sighs> I really don't right now. Um, Did you have a lot of joy having some time off around the holidays? Yeah, my we had company shut down. That's that was so super wonderful. nice. So no one was working. Um, let's see. Hmm. This is sad. It's a, we're going to have to insert some crickets into this, <laughs> this episode. I guess I'll just do what I'm looking at. We put up a Christmas tree. What I'm looking at? <laughs> we, we put up a Christmas tree again. This year, another real one. It was very one. lovely. And I love having the, the twinkle lights. Yes. Like very huga. It's very cute. Yeah. So that's bringing me. It always very brings cozy. me joy. Yes. This is a simple one. It's very nice. We'll keep it at that. All right. Sounds good. <laughs> Um, okay, well, we will release one we've already recorded after this. So again, oh, it won't be a big break. Yeah. Um, it's going to be a fun one with a special yes. guest. It was a good and, one. Yeah, it was a good one. So anyways, thanks for listening. Thanks for coming back. Yes, thank you. And we'll see you next time. All right. Bye. bye.